Well, good morning again, Daniel Valdez. Again, it's a pleasure and honor to talk to you. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. How about a little history lesson? How about something I like to call the expired cherry on? Uh, we'll see if this becomes a series or not. I'm not sure. Uh, it depends on whether you guys want it or not. It'll be uh, past contests, weird things that have happened at contests, sort of something like that. I've kind of told this story before, but that was five or six years ago. By the way, this is year seven. Is this year seven? Yeah, year seven, year six or seven of, of the damn podcast. So thanks for listening all these years or whatever. I and mean, if you're just discovering this, great. Appreciate you. Um, I think I've told part of this story before, kind of like how I viewed the content, like what that experience was like for me for this particular contest. Obviously, if you're looking at the title on YouTube or you're, you're, you, you see it on your whatever you're getting your podcast, is a contest that happened 23 years ago. Uh, yes, yes, I'm that old. And uh, yeah, don't remind me. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it every day. Uh, but uh, while I want to talk about like the results of the contest, I think it's safe to talk about that stuff now. <laughs> I usually try avoiding, I try avoid getting into that sort of stuff, like the numbers and stuff like that. But since this happened such a long time ago, I'm starting to feel a little nostalgic about it. So Let's talk about the results and how crazy this contest was. I think this is a lot of, this will be like a little treat before you all start your band camps and everything, which I know you're starting. If you're listening to this on the day it's released, I'm going to try to get this out pretty late at night, but hopefully you're able to listen to this uh, during band camps and stuff and just kind of, you know, appreciate the activity for, for what it is and what, it, what uh, all sorts of fun, exciting things that used to happen in the past. So now that I've got through that intro, let me go through and go ahead and talk about one of the greatest contests you've never heard of. This was the Bands of America Houston Regional in the year 2000 at a Leaf Stadium on November 4th in the year 2000. I was a sophomore saxophone player at the Winston Churchill High School in San Antonio, Texas. Yes, I did participate in this event. Intimate knowledge of this event. I can remember it like it was yesterday. So let's talk about it real quick. Uh, just a quick background because we kind of need to need to set this up properly uh, so that you all can kind of understand what marching band was like at this particular point in history. So let's review this uh, Two, I'll give you, I'll give you a, a quick example. Ronald Reagan was at this event. Hebron was at this event. Both schools had something in common at this particular event. Both schools had only been open for one year. That's right. Hebron and Reagan opened up in 1999. In the year 2000, they were competing at this event. Uh, Hebron was a class, it was a Bands of America Class A representative. That's how long ago this was. This is, remember, uh, we have four classes for Bands of America now. Back then, we only had three, but Hebron was so new and there were so few students there when they first opened that they were actually a class a representative in turn reagan was actually a class 3a representative that's the school that split off from my school churchill we'll talk a little bit about that in a second so that's how long ago it was hebron has ten thousand students going to campus over there but back when they started they were only a class A representative in terms of a, a schooling, in terms of enrollment in school, which for Bands of America is grades 10 through 12. So there's that. The results of this contest were pretty insane. The entire contest was pretty wild. And we're going to go over just some basic things that happened there. So first things first, we got to talk about the venue change. 
This was not supposed to be at A-Leaf Stadium. The original venue was supposed to be at University of Houston. Big press box, nice stadium. Um, it was it was a very exciting thing. Now, previously, the previous couple of years, the Houston Regional was the big regional in the state of Texas. Back then, there were only two Texas regionals that Bands of America hosted. One was in San Antonio. The other one was in Houston. Obviously, that has almost quadrupled now. You could tell how long or how, how long ago it was, but how much this activity has grown over the years. So Houston was the big contest. That was the one that everybody went to. Anybody who was anybody would go to this event, and it was always right before state contest. This was your final tune-up before the big UIL state contest. I know there are different circuits, but performance is a performance, is a performance. So a lot of heavy hitter programs went to this contest. This was a very competitive regional. This was one of those things where it was, it was common to hear some trash talk during a retreat. Uh, I think that's not necessarily the case now because we all know each other. All you students know each other through uh, social media and stuff like that, but we didn't have that back then. It was rare that you knew somebody in a different program in a different city, let alone the, the same city, but maybe in the same district or something. So, um, yes, it was a very, very intense contest, very competitive contest. This is how competitive it was. Six out of the eight UIL state finalists for Conference 5A, back then UIL only went up to Conference 5A, six out of eight finalists, and by the way, they only took eight finalists back then, so you can imagine how intense that was. Six out of the eight UIL state finalists were at this event. However, five of them actually made finals here. There was one state finalist, which happened literally 48 hours later, one state finalist at this event, which was Langham Creek, did not make finals at Houston. And yet they turned out and made state finals literally two days later. So that's how intense this was. So we had a program that missed finals at the Houston Regional, but they made state finals 48 hours later. There was a program that was out of the top five, but at, out of the top five at BOA Houston, but 48 hours later, they medaled at the state contest. How do I know that? Well, I literally have the proof in my closet right now. <laughs> uh, change of venue. Again, like it was supposed to be at University of Houston. Rain. Rain comes down. Houston gets flooded. Uh, grass field at University of Houston. Ain't going to work. So officials told us, hey, we got to switch the stadium. There was, there was a rumor, if I remember correctly, that we tried to get it moved to Rice Stadium. Which is where the which is where the BOA Houston Regional used to be. That was there for like the past couple of years. Again, very big contest. Press box felt like it was all the way pointed ninety degrees to the sky. Uh, couldn't make it work at University of uh, Rice University, so we had to settle for A Leaf Stadium. It was literally like a last minute thing. We got to we we just got to get this regional underway. I don't remember it raining during the contest, but I remember the field being very wet, a <laughs> uh, uh, very damp field. It was an AstroTurf field. Um, the stadium only held about 8,000 people, and that's from that's home side and away side combined. So when I tell you there was standing room only at this contest, I actually mean it. Um, I remember there being announcements asking people to squeeze together as much as they could to allow other people to have a seat. It was all bench seating. It wasn't like Kelly Reeves Athletic Complex where there's like 
two sections of um, actual seats with armrests and stuff. No, it was just bench seating. Everybody crammed together. People standing up in the in the aisleways. People standing up against the uh, retaining wall right next to the press box. It was it was it was pretty intense. So that was that was definitely something uh, fans had to get to get used to. That was definitely something the 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 marching members had to get used to. We were expecting this press box to be all the way to the sky, and then all of a sudden it's like it's it was really low to the ground so that's usually you know marching members get told that all the time hey find when you get out for warm-up find the press box go find it and uh and and so you can see where your horns are going to be pointed so a lot of check and adjust stuff a lot of adjustments a lot of stuff on the fly that a lot of programs had to navigate and deal with cool cool we talked about the venue change we talked about the stadium size unfamiliar territory it was a stadium you know these BOA regionals, you know, these were familiar sites. They were like, you know, we know what the Alamo Dome feels like. We know what Rice Stadium feels like. We know what it's, we know where warm-ups are. We know how to get through the tunnels, all this stuff. When you have it at a brand new venue that very few people have at the contest have ever played, and, and unless you played the, the football team there or something, you didn't know where anything was. So there's that unfamiliarity to it, which again, can spark up some nervousness and, 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 and kind of affect your performance. There's a lot of little things that happen during contest day. We all know that from being performers, we all know that we all know that little things like that can add up and create a bad performance. If you're not mentally strong enough or mentally tough enough to navigate through that stuff. So we got to change. We got a venue change hours beforehand, bunch of rain in the Houston area. It didn't rain that day, but, it did feel like it was going to rain all day. It really felt like at any second it was just going to pour buckets and we didn't know what was going to happen after that. Stadium size, definitely a shocker there. Performance issues. A lot of programs had issues with performance with dealing with the wet turf. My program was one of them. Marching members. You kind of know at that point in this at that point of the season, you already know where the applause breaks are. You already know where you're supposed to hear the crowd. You already know when you're supposed to gain some sort of response from the audience. Have you ever had a performance? And I already know the answer to this, but have you ever had a performance where you're not hearing anything from the crowd? Like they're giving you nothing and it freaks you out a little bit, right? Because it's like, hey, they should be applauding here. Why are they not applauding? What is going on? Did something fall over? Did people fall down? Is there a fire behind us? And we didn't know what is going on. And then that trips you up mentally. It does. That is what happened to us. We had like six or seven people fall. Uh, and that definitely had that moment where it was like, I'm not hearing any applause whatsoever. We must not be doing well. And then you overcompensate by playing louder or, or moving faster than you need to or whatever. So a lot of performance issues. Our program was not the only one to deal with that. There were others throughout the day that, that had to deal with the same thing. So there was that. Shock number four, electronics. Let me take you back to the year 2000. Let me actually let me take you back a year prior. Between the years, somewhere in between the end of school for the 2000 year and the, or, sorry, the some, or somewhere between spring 2000 and summer 2000, everybody bought synthesizers <laughs> it's like they didn't now programs outside of the state of texas were already using that stuff for narration and whatever but for the state of texas it was something that was not programs didn't really need didn't have a need for it it was like why are we spending that sort of money 
on something that may or may not ha- enhance our chances of getting to state. That's that a lot of programs felt that way. Um, and plus fundraising opportunities were not as great back then as they are now. Now you do a marchathon, you call people or you call me, we donate money, and then you guys can buy a, a lot of stuff through fundraising and not have to rely on the district so much. Back then we had to rely on the district for a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. And they used that leverage against us sometimes, but we can talk about that later. Um, so yeah, everybody like went out and bought synthesizers. They bought speakers, they bought Malacats. They were shoving those things and plugging things in. And it was, it was so weird. It was like, imagine like not having a color guard. <laughs> it's it's like not have you you've got a you got you got your brass you got woodmans you got a percussion and it's like one year you didn't have a color guard and now all of a sudden you've got 50 people on the field like who are those people oh they're, they're color guard they spin flags and rifles and stuff and and you go like wait what that was literally how it felt hearing all these electronic sounds on the field some people used them better than others <laughs> but uh it was it, it, it the the type of shock that it was and, and Maybe the color guard thing is a bad analogy. I think the the most recent thing that I could really compare it to is uh, imagine like it was back a couple of years ago, not too long ago, when everybody stopped wearing band uniforms, and all of a sudden everybody has performance tops. And I'm like, whoa, whoa! I didn't know you could do that. And then uh, people started not wearing headgear anymore, and like plumes are out, and shakos are out, and show the face, and all that stuff. It was like, what, like what on earth is going on? That's the reaction we had with electronics. So that was another thing that we were dealing with there. Prelims results. Okay. You want to hear prelims results? Let's talk about prelims results. These were the prelims results after the Houston contest, by the way, this Houston contest only had 27 programs there. That's it. The super regional format would not be a thing until three years later, but the Houston contest, as far as intensity and and how competitive it was and how difficult it was to get into finals and place well, th- that same intensity that existed in Houston 2000 is the same intensity you see at the Super Regional in San Antonio year in and year out. It's the same thing. I swear to you it is. Prelims results. Here's how it went down. Class, remember, there's no Class 4A and BOA yet, so there's Class 3A. Outstanding music performance goes to... The Leander Wind Symphony. Yes, they used to be called that. The Leander Wind Symphony out there. Swan Lake, fantastic program. They played like a wind, they played like a wind ensemble. They really did. They were they were incredible musically. Visual goes to LD Bell. If you need to look up LD Bell 2000, I suggest you do that. Go ahead and pause the podcast. Go ahead and search LD Bell 2000 and enjoy how insanely fast and how insanely visually challenging that show was it was something unforgettable to see live even 20 years from now. I can't believe how fast and how well those people moved. It was pretty wild. So you got music, Leander, visual LD bell. All makes sense. General effect goes to the Ronald Reagan band from San Antonio. That's right. Reagan after one, existing for one year comes into Houston and wins general effect at the one of the most difficult contests in the nation. And to say that everybody was shocked <laughs> is an understatement. We were sitting in the back stands waiting for results. We had gone on earlier in the last block, but we went onto the back stands and we were standing there for results and 
trying to figure out what's going to happen. And we hear Ronald Reagan's name called and the gasps in the crowd, not only with not just for parents, but band students around us. It was total shock. It was like you weren't expecting this at all. So let me explain something to you. Rival school split off from us a year ago, pretty much down the street from us, sort of takes about sort of down the street from us. I've been asked this before. It was like, what was it like competing against a program like that? And I'll tell you, and I'll tell you very honestly, we held our own too. (laughs) So, you know, when you've got championships and you've got medals and you've got notoriety on a local state and national level and any program that is upper that's at the top of their game that's at the top of the activity any any program can attest to this you're only worried about yourself that's all you have time to do (laughs) you only have time to worry about your product hoping somebody else doesn't do well is a waste of time you don't have any control over that you have control over your music you have control over where you go on the field you have control over timing and all that stuff with your program not anybody else's so when i tell you that it was more hey we got to get our act together rather than hey they didn't deserve it you know i'm telling the truth we were very everybody was shocked about it nobody saw this coming nobody saw this coming it was it was a a very unique experience that I don't think I've felt in a stadium in a very, very long, probably since then. (laughs) I'm not exactly sure what to compare it to, but uh, it was, it was pretty shocking to say the least. So that's how, uh, that's how the results went for prelims, by the way, uh, third place. And after prelims was Leander. Second place was Ronald Reagan. First place was spring high school. That's right. Spring High School, Altered State, look it up. One of my favorite shows of all time. Incredible music. They move like they, they move so, so well. The music was a little freaky, I can tell you that. And uh, once you look up that show, you can you'll 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 know what I'm talking about. So spring, no captions in prelims, but they get first place. Wild contest, LD Bell fourth place after prelims let me explain something about ld bell that suit that san antonio regional i was talking to you about that happened in october i was at that contest too my program got second place ld bell beat us by six points they won the san antonio regional in october by six points that margin of victory doesn't exist in this state anymore at least i don't think it does and if it does it's very hard to find to do that is almost guaranteeing a state championship. I don't care if they're different circuits. So to not hear LD Bell's name called in that top three was again, another shock. It was like, what on earth is going on? You're sitting around going this. And of course we don't have, there's no social media at the time and we don't have access to the recaps or anything like that. And we don't have those, we don't have that line of communication where you can hear from somebody like, oh, they got this place. Oh, they got this place. Oh, they got this place. Nobody knew what the heck was going on. So we're like, oh, crap. As for us, we ended up getting the finals and we had to go on first. <laughs> so a uh, quick bye to Jason's Deli. We get off the, we get off the bus. We go to warmups. Uh, we go out there and we, we, we knock our show out of the park. And it was really, it was a very emotional performance. It really was. 
I don't remember if we went into the stands to watch performances. I kind of think that we did. I barely remember retreat as it was. I think we all were allowed to go on the field for retreat. But again, it was kind of a blur at that point. You put on such an emotional performance in your finals thing, and then everything else is just kind of like it just becomes soup afterwards. Finals results. Remember all that stuff for prelims? Music, Leander, visual, LD Bell, general effect, Ronald Reagan, and then spring with no captions gets first place. Here's the final results. Uh, LD Bell won music. LD Bell won visual. LD Bell won general effect. Sweep of the captions. They came back from fourth place all the way back to first place. They won the title at the Houston regional and they won by three points. That sort of comeback doesn't happen anymore. It is so difficult to do that because the programs are so, 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 so good. But that LD ball performance that night was electric. They hit everything. The energy was there. It felt like the crowd was on their side, even though Hearst, Texas is a little bit further away than, than Houston, than, than you would think. So an incredible, incredible night. We'll just go through the list real quick. We'll talk about these programs very briefly. 10th place was Richland High School. Ninth place was Seguin High School. Seguin was a very good program back then. They could play and move with anybody. Eighth place was Stephen F. Austin High School. Seventh place was The Colony, which ended up making state finals uh, with their Ghost Train show. One of my favorites ever. Churchill, my program was sixth place. We ended up meddling at state a couple of days later. Fifth place was Ronald Reagan High School. So, yeah, a little bit of a drop there. I remember talking to years later i would talk to you know some of my buddies about that contest and they said they were a little freaked out being in that position which i completely understand still that was the show that put them on the map that was the show that made house that that made ronald reagan a household name in terms of marching band so their fifth place in ronald reagan fourth place was the woodlands high school woodlands in fourth place third place was leander that old wind symphony I remember them very fondly because we competed with them. They actually went to nationals together my freshman year with Churchill. And we both made finals at nationals. Second place was spring. Again, altered state. You got to go check out that show. LD Bell was first with a 92.70. They won by over three points to come back from fourth place to first place in the state of Texas at the end of the year is almost unheard of. <laughs> it's almost unheard of. I mean, at, at the end of the day, it's like, just call out as long as you, it, it was, it really felt like with all the changes that happened with the venue moving and the weather and the challenges we had on the field and stuff, it really felt like, and I know marching members have had this, this feeling before. It's like, just get us to the night show. Just get us, get us over to the night show. Get us over, get us to Saturday night. And then we'll figure everything else out from there. I remember sleeping like a baby on the bus afterwards. Getting home uh, was uh, was uh, <laughs> getting home was a trip because uh, I was just I was completely mentally and physically exhausted from all this fantastic stuff. Uh, by the way, so uh, those those uh, those programs that ended up making state finals out of the, out of the Houston finalists that ended up making state finals that was the Colony. That was Churchill, that was Spring, that was L.D. Bell, and that was Leander. All five of those programs ended up making uh, uh, state finals. Langham Creek missed Houston finals, but they were able to get in to uh, state finals. So we saw all these programs again. We saw them all 
uh, I think it was on Tuesday, the Tuesday after this, you know, we were all in Waco. Why? Because Waco, we performed at state finals with each other. And, uh, and Ellie Bell ended up winning a state championship that year. Wow. I mean, <laughs> just results all over the place. It's one of those things where you kind of don't, especially here in the state of Texas, you don't really see results like that too often where your prelims results are, are, you know, you have a, you know, your, your music, your visual, your general effect, and your first place overall are all different programs. You really don't see that here. Um, too often but back then it was it was it was definitely a shock to say the least um that's my story that's everything that's there i mean considering everything uh it was pretty it was pretty insane to see how um what what a crazy contest that was with results and stuff and i just i kind of think back to like how if we had social media back then how would this contest have been perceived um, it, it, I mean, it would have been, it would have been insane. It would have been, it would, that's it, if y'all, if we had the cell phone technology to, and the technology to really express how crazy and wild this contest was, not just from, just from show day, but for what, what it was like two days beforehand. I mean, th- this would have blown up the internet. This, this is a legendary contest that a lot of people don't, remember because i mean some of y'all listening weren't even alive back then which is freaky to think about uh but i mean super awesome contest a lot of fun uh challenges everywhere but at the end of the day that's what builds character that's what builds bonds that's and i think that that from a personal note that contest helped us get to a bronze medal 48 hours later going through that not having a great performance in the afternoon getting a chance to perform at night going on first one bite of jason's deli get on warm up get on the field knock it out of the park hugging crying all that stuff afterwards the results really didn't matter at that point and we've all had that feeling where it's just like oh i'm just glad we were able to get this done and and show what we can do I think without that performance, without that event, we probably don't win a bronze medal that year. We're, we probably do well, but I don't know if we, I don't, I don't know without that event, building that character, building that bond, building that relationship with everybody in the program. I don't think we would have, who knows what would have happened, but I know it definitely helped us in, uh, it, it helped us 48 hours later. What a great contest, A-Leaf Stadium. We love you, <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, yeah, definitely one of those things where it's it's a very it was a it was a very uh, memorable contest. So I hope you all enjoyed this. If you all want more of this, more history, more weird events that happened at contest, be happy to more to talk about it. Otherwise, we'll just go through regional lists or something next time. So I am done here. Hopefully, you've stuck stuck around for a while on this. I'm done here. I will talk to you all next week. Take care. Adios. Bye bye.